Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live. Talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen. And uh, a good morning to you. It is, uh, just so we know what real time is, it is, as I speak, 10 a.m. on Thursday morning, obviously, uh, September 26th. Uh, the problem is, is that at this moment, uh, the first, I would say, major public uh, hearing uh, in regard to the impeachment inquiry of Donald Trump is occurring simultaneously. <laughs> and my, I was listening to it uh, up until just a few moments ago, and I'm going to assume that most of my audience would choose that over me talking about things that in fact are now moving I mean so fast that anything I'm talking about is not uh, I don't know what to do here I'll tell you what I will um, I, I have the ability to dip in now and then uh, I heard the uh, opening statement uh, by Adam Schiff, which I thought was a really good uh, compilation of what brought them to uh, this moment. Uh, I was sickened by the opening statement of the ranking Republican member of the committee, the loathsome, vile Devin Nunez, who, uh, again, lives in, in a world that is, is not touched uh, by reality. Uh, the, the man that they, are, uh, that they have on the stand, essentially, I feel sorry for because <laughs> he is, as so many are in this uh, corrupt administration, somebody who has replaced somebody who has replaced somebody who has replaced somebody. He is the director of national intelligence, and yet he's been in that position for less than what? I think less than two months. And uh, his background is one of, of, of service in, in the intelligence and military. He was a Navy SEAL, I believe, for 26 years. I don't think he's an attorney. And much of what seems to be going back and forth uh, is very legalistic uh, and I think tends to make most people's eyes cross he seems like an honorable man trying to defend his actions. Uh, and I, I just don't... Where is the Frank Bruni piece that I thought I sent to myself? And it isn't here. Um, because Frank... Br- I was asked yesterday by uh, who Mike in D.C., one of our callers, uh, if I was now hopeful 
because this there was finally movement on impeachment and I had to think about it am I hopeful and when I did think about it <laughs> when I, I I sort of just checked my gut and I didn't feel hopeful and the word I came up with to describe how I was feeling was dread and I I don't know that I was clear about why, but having lived through Watergate and knowing what a wrenching and awfully long process it was, and we were not as divided a nation then. We didn't have these technological tools to spread uh, propaganda and false information and the truth gets gets trampled and lost I and knowing how Trump and his gang play um, I think dread is a reasonable feeling I was looking for Frank Bruni's column because he is clearly feeling dread too and he wrote uh, all the reasons why um, and I was going to share some of it with you it it's it's frightening and just watching these uh, hearing this hearing today uh, to see uh, the Republican uh, questioners as opposed to the Democratic pre uh, questioners and the fact that they're just, <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. You know, and and you try to, you try to parse it. You try to understand. Oh, I hate this computer. Um, it's knocked everything off to the side. I can't see anything here. Um, here's the one thing, though, that I can't get beyond. And I have not read yet, I haven't had an opportunity to read the now uh, released whistleblower uh, complaint, which gives uh, us more information and more nuance. I haven't had that opportunity, which is why I feel so sort of behind here, understandably, because I am. But of all the things that... I do know from just the redacted uh, version, the, the, the thing that the White House put out that we all saw about his uh, interaction on the telephone with the uh, president of Ukraine. Here's what we do know from that. I mean, the President of the United States was urging, let's just use that word, was urging throughout this rather short conversation, he brought it up five, six, seven times, kept returning, this is what his purpose was in the, uh, in the phone call, kept urging the President of another nation to investigate an American citizen 
who perhaps would be the person that Donald Trump will be running against in not too many months from now for the presidency. That is clear. That's out there. That right there is an impeachable offense. That right there. You can see it. The White House put it out. The President of the United States was using his position to help himself get reelected by asking a foreign government to involve itself in this upcoming election, much like the Russians involved themselves in the election that got this clown in the Oval Office, which was the subject, of course, of the Mueller report. The corruption of this administration, and I also want to add the Justice Department to it because Bill Barr, astonishing. I, uh, I watched uh, Trump at, uh, yesterday late afternoon in... Uh, when he was reporting to all the work he'd done at the United Nations, but all so clearly was thinking about nothing else than impeachment. And he was his usual incoherent, whining, complaining, self-projecting onto others that which he is guilty of. He looked exhausted, he looked unsettled, he was speaking more slowly than he normally speaks in a kind of, I mean he still was generally incoherent, and he, he said, I've been up from early in the morning until late in the evening and meeting with different countries. Now, this is an every day for almost every other president. Presidents work hard. This guy thinks being president means he gets to play golf and watch television. So here he was actually having to do something, and he more than once mentioned it. And the press doesn't cover it. And the witch hunt continues, he said. And it's a hoax. It's a big hoax. Well, no, it's not. And I can read, I can read what came out yesterday, which doesn't give me as much information as available right now. And it tells me that the President of the United States, in violation of his oath of office, requested help, uh, not for the country, for his own political ambitions from a foreign government. It's in black and white, impeachable offense. And he was bribing him. He was saying, we'll help you. We'll give you that, those defensive uh, weapons you want. Uh, but there's a favor. That's bribery, too. We have a caller on the line. Caller, go ahead, please. 
Hey, Len, it's Mike again in D.C. Hey, Mike, aren't you watching the thing? No, um, I'm listening to you. Are you uh, nuts? I got really. Okay, I'm so glad you yeah, are. Really. Talk to me. Talk to me, buddy. So I met with a government worker last night, a friend of mine, and we were talking about who would this whistleblower be? How high up would they be? And then reviewing the testimony from this morning, this was the call that Trump made to President Z was a random call saying congratulations that went awry. You know, he's supposed to say congratulations, we're in your team, if you need anything else, blah, blah, blah. And there were many people on that call just listening in. So what got Nixon wasn't really what he did. It was that he tried to cover it up. up. So what did the White House do when they heard president, our president screw up? They would remove the transcript from the place where all transcripts are kept with discussions with foreign dignitaries, and they put it in a secret, um, different computer system. That's what's going to get him. And they marked it secret. And nothing about the conversation was secret because it didn't discuss national intelligence. Now, you wait can't a minute. just so, mark things so secret are, so wait, because uh, you don't want them to come out. Right, Mike. Are you get, So this information is from the uh, the whistleblower CNN. complaint. Okay, but they've got the whistleblower's right, it's complaint, from CNN. which I don't, I haven't seen yes. yet. Okay. Yeah. So it was the effort to cover so, up this conversation that. Well, you know, actually, my sister right. my sister uh, texted me uh, this morning, and she she must have read the same thing. She says it's always the cover up, always the cover up. Yep. And that he made the document secret. Now you can't just make a document secret because you don't like what it says. It has to meet certain parameters, and it has to be there's a uh, an advisor, someone who determines if something is secret or not. That's sort of what got Hillary in trouble because at that level you don't make things secret someone else makes them secret so they can't just make it secret because he made a mistake and that's what they did well if so there's a declassification authority who's going to look at that and say nothing in is in here secret it has to be released if you um were watching i mean the little bit that i heard uh driving in this morning um, the head of uh, the director of national intelligence, um, who's being grilled right now, um, said that he didn't immediately share, as the law requires, the whistleblower complaint with Congress because it involved the president of the United States making a phone call to a foreign leader, which reasonably could be placed under uh, the, the cloak of executive privilege. And no, it's a routine call. Uh-uh, it's not executive privilege. Otherwise, anything he does is executive privilege. It's a routine call. It's so routine that there were other people on the call, too. So you can't have it both ways. You can't say executive privilege, and then there are 10 other people, most of whom you don't even know, also on the call. So if this was routine, then it's not executive privilege. And if it was executive privilege, why are there 10 people or many people on the call? Yeah. And there is a word-by-word transcript 
that thing they released yesterday wasn't a transcript. No. We're talking points. Right. Um, but there is a word-by-word transcript, which is what they're trying to hide. And and as you read, have you read the word-by-word transcript? I mean, does it... Uh, does it no, make- it's not. No, they're high, they're they're saying it's secret oh. that cannot be released. Oh. So we still don't have the real phone. Yeah, we've not seen. Yeah, we've not seen it. I don't know. If, I'm pretty sure Congress has probably seen it. Maybe not. But yeah, we have not seen yet the word by word trans. The word transcript has an illegal meaning, um, and we have not seen that document. And they're, you know, they didn't want to, they didn't want to send the complaint to Congress, let alone the transcript that proves the person's point. Mm-hmm. Oh, and did you see the big mistake the White House made? What? What? Prior yeah, I mean, there's been five hundred thousand. Which big mistake? Which one you're talking about? Oh, well, this one's especially sweet. Um, before they sent out their mock transcript, their yeah. their justification for the behavior, they sent talking points. Oh, right that they usually send to all of the Republican colleagues, but they sent it to the wrong distro list and they sent it out to everybody and didn't realize it till 40 minutes later when everybody was tweeting about it. And then they recalled it and said, please disregard that previous email that wasn't intended for your eyes. Ha, sure. Oh, sure. So you see how And it how has the all white... of his ridiculous talking points yeah. on it. So you see how it all operates, why the Republicans, when they're queried about things, all sound the same and interchangeable. They get their marching orders. Right. Here's, here's how we play this. Right. And it shows also, this is again, what you say how, for this answer. Right. it shows also how incompetent this White House is that, I mean, these kinds of mistakes, that's a... That's, may I, you would that think, is a firing mistake. Yeah, if I made I that mistake at work, kids. they would call me and... I wouldn't even, no. they wouldn't even let me use the restroom. They would say, bring no. your badge and follow me. Yeah, no. As a matter of fact, you would probably just not even need to be, because you would say, okay, I'm out of here. You would just... Uh, oh, no, I wouldn't. They would call me. No, no, this is how it would go down. Huh? They would say, Mike, we need to see you right now. I would walk into my boss's office. There'd be two armed security men who they would say, give us your badge now. And they would walk me to the door and I wouldn't even be allowed to get my computer. I wouldn't be allowed to get my coffee mug. I would have to go get a friend to go back, go back and get that stuff and bring it to me at the mall. <laughs> I mean, they would literally walk you out of the building for that mistake. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Hey, there was a letter to the... So, uh, let, let, me, let me run this by you. There was a letter to the editor in the New York Times today that brought up a scenario that, that's, that scared the crap out of me. Here's what it is. What if President Trump wants an impeachment so he has an excuse to resign and receive a full pardon from President Pence? There's a neat deal for so both for both of them. Right? So back in July, he had to say, hmm. I can say what every other president says when someone gets elected, congratulations, or I can use this opportunity with 10 people listening so that I'll get impeached. That would imply that he has the, the ability no. to critically think 
And I think they're giving him too much credit. No, no, I'm not. No, I don't think this guy is suggesting that he knew this would be the impeachable offense, but he could feel, um, you know, that it, it could happen. And he might this might be his way out. I mean, that is a possible. We don't know where things are heading with this. This is all uh, God knows where what will we'll be talking about in three months. I mean, God knows from day to day what's going to be happening now. What revelations, what, uh, Jesus. I, I, I just can't imagine. And at some point, this might be the, the result that Trump will resign and Pence becomes president. And then everybody will say, well, Pence isn't as bad as that guy, so let's elect him. Well, yeah, I think... I just think it's a possibility. The fact is it would, if he pardons, Pence can't pardon him uh, for all of those uh, state, potential state cases that could be brought by the, um, by the district attorney in, in, uh, in New York City. But he could make everything else go away, the Southern District of New York's uh, investigations and, and all the other stuff that he did as president. I don't know. It's certainly know. a potential power, way out. Power doesn't relinquish power. And like you said earlier, he's not doing much. He gets up at it, he gets up at nine, watches Fox and Friends and does his hair until eleven, goes and makes some phone calls and you know, and then he's golfing by two. He didn't do much. But he sure is uh he sure does love this attention, that's for sure. Well, the problem is, is with impeachment now, he's going to, I mean, the attention is on him now until whatever end result uh, comes. Well, there's a new movie out called Where's My Roy Cohen? Have you heard about it? I did see something about it. So what what is it? I don't know. I don't know much about it, but I did see something in the New York Times the other day. Yeah, I'm going to go see it tomorrow. It's just out here. Is it a Um, documentary? What is it? It's a documentary. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's a okay. documentary, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I haven't seen it either. I just saw the preview, and it looks like a documentary. So there, for the listeners, there's this, this shyster named Roy Cohen. He's been around since God was a boy. He is Trump's mentor, and everyone who's ever met him said he is the dirtiest person you'd ever meet. That's right. And um, he was even in Angels in America. Yes, he was. They he made was a, him character a character in, in Angels there. in America. That is right. Right. Because he's like so, an iconic um, evil person, right? And his and he taught Trump never defend, right. always attack. Right. So I'm interested to see the movie. I'm going to go see it tomorrow. He also just, I mean, to place him historically, was the right hand man to Senator Joseph McCarthy of uh, you know Red Scare uh, fame. Uh, who eventually was driven um, out? I mean, he 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 destroyed so many lives. It's it's unbelievable. So Cohen and he's has, Trump's hero and mentor. Yeah, yes, yes, and mentor. Right? He taught him much of what he knows. Incredible. God Almighty. So I don't know. We're the only two people that are, um, you know. This is like a private phone call. <laughs> well, I value it all the more then. 
Okay, well, I'm just saying. Uh, okay. Anything else you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Oh shit. Um, yeah, okay. we're we're in for a we're we're in for a rough ride. That's all I want to say. And I think and this could uh, anyone who thinks this will result necessarily in Donald Trump's uh, demise, I think, is getting ahead of things. I really do. Maybe I'm optimistic because it just feels like um, we're up at that and we might actually hit this ball because the other times they were fouls and we swung at them. And this time, maybe we'll hit the ball. I, I don't know why that doesn't make me feel any better, Mike. <laughs> not at all I am sorry especially bringing baseball in when I'm sitting here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania where nobody hits a ball around here so oh god well listen thank you I don't know if this will go a full hour but I'm not going to keep you on forever here so let's you, okay. you get off and let's see if anybody else calls in I've got no email so nobody's out there I'm telling you it's just you and me Okay. <laughs> I love you for helping me through this first half hour. I really do. Thank you. Turn on that no thing. Problem. Watch it. Devin Nunez I, I will do it right himself. Now. Devin Nunez's thing was enough to curl your hair. Oh God, these people. Yeah, apparently he already misspoke and said that Biden's son was never under investigation. He was under investigation. Oh. Um. But it was anyway. There's yeah. so many minutia points here that are going to totally get lost in the in the yeah. wash. And that's part of what Republicans do so well now. They're just gonna. I don't. Oh, I do want to share one one thing with you, and and this was, this was a tweet from somebody, who I think maybe did figure out a way to get the Republicans to impeach. And um, this woman came up with this. So Bill Clinton lied about a blowjob and Republicans impeach. Trump commits treason and they say there's nothing wrong here. So she figured out someone needs to take one for the team and go give that piece of shit a fucking blowjob in the Oval Office. <laughs> no? No, I think your your suggestion the other day about um, an elderly person <laughs> may be more realistic. <laughs> because there is, yes, there is a modicum, maybe a pleasure that he might feel in this, in in the other. Well, okay, Mike, thanks. And the rules aren't fair. No, no, no. God help us all. Go watch that. Okay. Be a good citizen. Oh, yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay, bye. Bye. Um, yeah. Anybody else out there who can talk to me? Uh, another uh, piece of news that did not make my day was uh, not involving the United States and not involving our horror of a leader, but... Benjamin F. Netanyahu, who came in second in the voting, right? And we thought, wow, finally going to maybe get rid of this one. 
And it turns out he is being given, not the guy who got more, who scored more parliamentary seats, two more, uh, Benny Gantz. You would think that he, Gantz would be given the opportunity to try to cobble together a government. They need a, you know, a ruling uh, majority. And the, neither of these men, Netanyahu or Gantz, got that through the election. So they have to bring other parties, smaller parties, into uh, their government and build a, a governing coalition. You would think Gantz would have had that opportunity, but the president of Israel, who's a very ceremonial kind of position, but in this case has the right, he's given Netanyahu the first effort to build a government. And, you know, Netanyahu might, might carry it off, and then we got him again. How the hell? And it could be that neither of them can form a government. And then what do you have? Boy, is there a nation on earth right now that is in any way stable? I'm serious. Name one, if you can. We have a caller? Jeez. Hi, caller. Good morning, Lynn. Hey. Who's this? Hey, Lynn. Uh, Mike. I'm on the phone. I'm going over to the weed store, Lynn, right now. Huh? My medical marijuana. Oh yeah. But uh, and uh, hey, medical uh, legalized marijuana is coming to PA. Legalizing. You le- know that, right? It's coming to uh, legal PA. Not Wolf and um, Wolf and Fetterman want to bring it to PA. Yes, I know they do. But in order for that to happen, you've got to knock an awful lot of Republicans out of the legislature in Harrisburg. Well, yeah, you're right, but yeah. if they see the dollars, maybe they'll maybe they'll fall for it. Don't get ahead of yourself here with your you know token. I mean, if you've got you got your medical card. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm going right now. I'm yeah. going over to East Liberty. I'm heading right now in my car. There's one in East I have Liberty. A, Where an you order go? of I have an order of Power OG waiting for me right now. Do they give you? So, how do you get? What is it? That, what form do you get it in? Um, I'm getting flour. I, I don't. I'm not a big vape person. I tried to vape the pens, and yeah, they no. have everything under the sun in terms of wax and shatter and all this different, like concentrates. But it's not for me. I and thought the pens they didn't like. Really. I, I thought they didn't like to. Gi- I thought the state wasn't giving out flour because they don't want you rolling no, joints. No. Well, they. You're not. Technically, you're supposed to vaporize it only. You're not supposed to even smoke it and. and and paper, they don't know. They don't. Everybody smoke. I'm sure people are still smoking in a pipe or in in, in papers. But um, I, I, at first, they only had um, the oils, so you can right. only do the vapors and food. And then they got the flour. Oh, they did. And at first, I was using vapors, but then I kind of said, you know what? I like the flour better. I've been using that for <laughs> roughly 45 years yeah, of my right, life, right. and I'm, I kind of like the flour. And now the, the flavors and all the different things, you can I can order on, on my phone. So last night I, I, I saw, because there's this little shortage right now because the state kind of screwed things up. But the state produces everything. The state produces all the marijuana in, in the state, and it has to be grown here. It has to be processed here. And then um, they'll put things online, and you see what's, what's available. 
and then you place your order online. You have you have your card. You have all your numbers, and then you just um, they'll send you a text message and say your order is ready to pick up, and come pick it up. So that's what I'm doing right now. So and each time you, and then you can wait. So how much does it cost? Go ahead. How much does it cost? Well, it, it varies. Uh, there's there's grams they sell marijuana grams. They go from twelve dollars to twenty dollars. Okay. And I'm a veteran, so I get ten percent off that. So the most I can pay for a gram is eighteen dollars, and that's tax included. Um, and then they have up to it, it, it depends on what. There's different uh, growers that have different different qualities. I think the one I'm getting is a, is a really good top quality product um, named uh, called GTI, and it's a national company that produces this. But it, it's grown in Pennsylvania, but it's a national company. Uh-huh. And there's certain processes, certain companies that you're gonna you're gonna prefer. You're gonna say, "Oh my God!" Once that processor comes, and once I see that name, I'm gonna go out and buy their product because they have a high grade, high grade quality product. Well, you got to go through an and, awful uh, lot it, of testing great. to figure out what. You, geez. So, well, you know, well, I you, could get you, a medical you, card. I could get a medical. You should, Lynn. I just don't want to. You should, Lynn, because. Well, and then if you don't want to be, if you don't want to go personally to the store, say you just said, "Well, I don't want people to see me there." If that's your, if that's oh the, no, that's I don't up. give a damn yeah. about okay. that. Okay. I mean, what, I what, 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 I smoked I on air the other day. The, well, oh, well, okay. I mean, well, I don't know how you did that, but well, I did. Why not get the car? What's what's your reason for not getting it? <laughs> because I You're have my no. Hero. I mean, besides. What day was that? that, It was Tuesday. Why not get the card? Hey, check out the show. (laughs) Check out the show on Tuesday about a halfway in. I my sister was on and she's always carrying. And I said, give me your vape. And I I, I said, let's see if the show is any different. And I took a few hits. (laughs) And I don't know. Some people thought it got better. But the show. uh, But I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, I broke a lot of laws. I mean, you can't smoke in this building. You can't smoke pot, right. you know, all no, that stuff. No. But, you know, what do you I don't... prefer then, flour or vape? That was a vape. Do you prefer flour or vapes? I mean, like a, vape vape? Is, a vape is, you know, uh, so easy. But I'm I'm more a flour... It is so easy. I'm more a flour person. You yeah. just pick it up and, you know, I mean, with a flour, you got to, you know... Process it or do something. Yeah, I roll... With a vape, you know, I like to... I like vapor. Like I was in Florida last week, and I brought my pen. Well, I brought everything down. I brought a little bit of pens. I brought a couple pens. I brought a couple, a little bit of flour, and a little, and a couple R- RSO too is another good thing. Lynn, that's a, that's a called uh, Rick Simpson oil, which is edible marijuana. I don't and like that's edible. Just like pure. No, you don't mess with it edible. I don't. I've okay. messed with I like edible, edible, and I don't like it because I. I okay. want an immediate. It's too strong. No, I want immediate. Too... I don't. I, I you forget, and then all okay. you know, all of a sudden it hits you, and I don't know. I don't like waiting around. Well, For... here's here's what I do, Lynn. Do both. No. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> While yeah. you're waiting for the right, I understand. I'm the same way. So do that's why I brought it. Well, my oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. My daughter, I brought everything down. I had a little bit of vapes in the morning, and I do a little. I do a little RSO to boost up, and then. It, the RSO you can do like a pick me up, like I did a little bit of pick me up RSO, and then at nighttime do a little RSO, relaxing, you know, RSO sleeping, or they call it rest. Now I prefer indicas. 
That's the other thing too, Lynn. When you go to the store, you can get you want sativa, you want energy, or do you want a hybrid? Which well, is indica is more no indica. Yeah, indica and sativa. I know one takes you up and the other puts you down a little bit, which is okay. nice. Yes, yes. Um, no, what I've do you de- prefer, I've seen all this, you know, because I've I, I visit my mom when she's in California in the winters, and you know, I've sure. seen the stores there. It's uh, sure. obviously this will. This is going to come eventually to the United yes, exactly. States. I mean, the cat's out of the bag. And, and what, yeah. And what do you prefer, Lynn, indica or sativa or hybrid? Well, Jesus. <laughs> um, hybrid, probably. <laughs> I mean, if you're your No, hybrid is probably Okay, hybrid. I like, I like indicas myself. Like, I'm going right now. And okay. then here's the thing online. Like, say I'm, I'm going right now to go pick up a product called, uh, it's called Power OG. So then I go online and I go to the Google and I look up Power OG strain, and then it tells you like, and then it goes to another, and then it goes to another site called LeafFly, which gives you further information about that particular strain. Like the parents, they'll tell you the genetic strains it's made of from, like cherry pie and then grape, say grape, and then they combine those two lineages and then that makes Power OG. Then it tells you what's going to flavor. It's going to taste like berries or cherries or lemons or oranges. And and you could kind of you tailor make the medicine to yourself to suit your needs. Like you say, okay, I like this particular. Like I, I like indicas that have like a berry flavor. So when I go online, I can say, okay, what has the berry flavor? What has the cherry flavor? And what's more of an indica, indica or hybrid? I'm not a big into sativas, but I think it's pretty neat because you can kind of customize what you want. Uh-huh. Versus right. going to your buddy's house and getting what you have to get. Okay. Like I, I still sometimes go to my buddies and get stuff just to keep just to keep tabs because you know who knows whatever I'll go over to my buddies and he'll, whatever he has I'll take it. But if I can go to the store and and if I get a whole selection like a couple, about a month or two ago there were so many selections like oh my god I take the phone book I'm there this is like insane I mean I'm like I can pick like. 30 different things. Well, I know. Like, I mean, you, I have a feeling I'm older than you. Um, and I re- Yes, you are. Yes, and I really... <laughs> well, you didn't have to jump in that <laughs> And I... I, um, I recall, you know, way back when, when I was young, uh, saying to my friends as we maybe were indulging in some marijuana, God, can you imagine being an old person sitting on our front porch in a rocking chair and and getting stoned together and we we thought you know that was such an amazing thing because it it wouldn't yeah you happen. would never you and you now never, i mean it it would never happen no and the fact that it's happened uh pretty much I, I is unbelievable believe, I, I still can't i still can't believe either i mean i go to my phone look up the thing look up whatever I want, and then go to the store and pick it up. And that, the policeman leaves me in the door. I show my card and my license upstairs. And then they, they really take care of the veterans, too, the marijuana industry. They make sure that they're always taken care of. They're always given discounts. And most companies will say that, but they're really careful. But at least it seems to me the marijuana industry is really catering to the veterans. That's good. Which I think they should. Which I think they should, Yeah, too. I think so, too. Okay. Yeah, help hey. them out any way we can. And... Th- Thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. It. I, I had to shake it up a little bit. I have to shake things up. I mean, I, I, I turned this news on this morning, too, and I'm like, oh, my God. This is serious, Lynn. This, this is what's happening. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to just talk one particle thing, and then I'm going to go. John Cassich, I kind of like him. 
You like him, Lynn? Kasich? Kasich, I think. Kasich, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're from Ohio, the governor from Ohio. He's a little, I know, I don't, because I don't like his stance on some things, on reproductive health, women's issues. I know. Awful. I know. That's the one thing I kind of, I know. He's kind of, I know, and he's still Republican. He's still very, I will not vote for a Republican in ever again. I I know, I know. And, well, he's not going to run, but. I kind of like him because he's in the middle. He kind of just a hybrid. I understand. He's not in the curse, but he's, he's a hybrid, okay? Well, I like and hybrids when it comes to pot, back. but not when it comes to politics, okay? Pot, no, but I not agree. politics. And I, and I I can't either. I mean, I used to be a long time ago when I was a kid. I was a Republican. I didn't know any better. And then I wised up and then realized, what am I doing? Now I've never voted for a Republican because they're just – it's. No, they need to it's be corporate du- greed and corporate yeah. capitalists. If, if you're a corporate capitalist, vote for a Republican. If you're not, if you're anything else but a corporate capitalist, you can't vote Republicans. Oh That's, yeah, I mean, well, I wish they knew that. Hey, thank you for the call. I, I appreciate it. No Mike. problem, Lynn. I'm, okay. I'm going to the store right now. I got to get in the door here. See have, you, Lynn. Have fun. Bye. 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 <laughs> Bye. 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 Uh, okay. Boy, this is an odd show, huh? Um, this is how odd it is. I'm I'm gonna go on my Twitter account and and see how people are freaking out. I assume this is still going on. The the um, yeah, it is. Uh, oh, they think I've joined the broadcast. No, I don't want to join. I just want to see what uh, people are saying. Thank you very much. Uh, uh, the acting, uh, uh, the guy who's on, on the stand, essentially, the DNI uh, chief, acting chief, been there two seconds, Joseph McGuire. Uh, this is a quote from him. I want to stress that I believe the whistleblower and the inspector general have acted in good faith throughout. I guess he doesn't, he's not going to, I don't know. I don't know. The Anti-Defamation League has uh, released a, a new uh, list of symbols that the far right uses, that white nationalists use, uh, so that if you see them, you can uh, understand what is being communicated. Um, Some of them are logos of uh, extremist organizations. Um, Several are like these hidden messages they use. They use numbers and... um, and uh, what do you call that? The, the ancient alphabet, runic alphabet. <laughs> These are some really bizarre characters. The numbers, it turns out, I'd never heard of this one. They use the number 109 <coughs> and 110. Those, if you see anybody doing 109, 110, slipping it into something, they are they are dog-whistling to uh, a fellow uh, white nationalist. And this is specifically an anti-Semitic thing because apparently 109 
they claim that Jews have been expelled from 109 countries in their history. Could be true, I don't know. Jews are always getting kicked out. So 109, Jews have been expelled from 109 countries, so they do that to remind people that the Jews are, you know, need to be... And 110 is to say we should be the next one. Uh, that's some, I never knew that. So they put this stuff out so that um, we clueless uh, majority types uh, understand how these haters and killers, uh, their little communication things. And I doing this, that okay sign, that's one of them now. And the Anti-Defamation League says that they include the okay sign. Well, I'll be damned if these jerks can take that. I sometimes use it. How you doing? This is now, and it's pretty well known, that this is a um, white supremacist uh, sign. It's letting somebody know, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I couldn't figure out, so why would this be a white supremacist sign? And according to the Anti-Defamation League, and I still don't get this, it's seen by these <coughs> extremists as forming the letters, oh, I sort of do see it, WP. Now, okay, the W... The W would be the, your three fingers that aren't involved, right? So that's a W. But how's that a P? It's a, that's a P, right? So if you, I mean, a circle and a WP. It's more, oh, I don't know. That's what they think. So it's that white power. White, I got a crooked finger here, so I can't quite get it. White power. Anyway, screw them. Um, where was I? I remember like Richard Nixon once going somewhere in South America and he got off the plane and went like this, something like that. And I guess in that culture, that like means you're an asshole or something. I don't know. I can't remember. But it's important sometimes to know that, yeah, cultural differences, that these things, anyway. So I just wanted, even that, I don't want to talk. Jerks, creeps. Uh, oh, I'm just going to share these now because because I got nothing else to say. Uh, I have Milton to thank. Uh, he sent these because when my sister was on, Susan and I were talking about how much we value uh, words, vocabulary, speech, because they allow you. I mean, to say really what you're, you're thinking. Um, and the more, the more words you have at your disposal, the more you can accurately say what, what you're thinking, right? If you just have like three words, your pretty basic communication, but if you have ones that add nuance and this and that, so that's why I do. I just love words, 
And Susan and I come from a family with a father who just loved words. Sometimes I think misused them, but he just... <laughs> he would say, like, about somebody who he thought was wonderful, they're so winsome. And I don't think that's what winsome means. I mean, he would see the, hear the win and think means they're a win, winning personality or something. But I thought winsome meant, what does it mean? It's a certain kind of a, win, it's, it's a positive. But I, I always thought my dad was using that incorrectly. Um, so anyway, Milton sent me this. Uh, the Washington Post, I guess, regularly has this contest where they ask their readers to uh, come up with new uh, definitions for words, for common words. And then they print some of the funnier ones. And um, I'll just share them with you because for the three of you that are listening, you might find some of them amusing, okay? So the word coffee, C-O-F-F-E-E, -E, uh, becomes a person upon whom one coughs. <laughs> you know, there's the coffer and there's the coffee. So... <coughs> You're then, winsome means attractive or appealing in appearance or character. Well, I guess my dad was right. I think that's what he meant. Dad, I'm sorry. All those years, I thought you didn't have that one right. Winsome. He was a winsome fellow. Okay. Let's see. Anyways, the word abdicate, a verb. Somebody has come up with a new definition. Abdicate, to give up all hope of ever having a flat stomach. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, lymph, L-I-M-P-H, I mean like lymph glands, uh, Somebody has come up with a new definition to walk with a lisp. Like limp, maybe? Limp, limps? I don't get that one. Okay. Uh, gargoyle. Can you see where this might be going? Gargoyle. Those scary-looking things on the tops of European uh, cathedrals. Gargoyle, a noun, meaning a gross-flavored mouthwash. <laughs> All, right. All right. Listen, if you got something I should talk about, email me. Otherwise, cease and desist. Balderdash. That's one of the words. Balderdash. This is pretty good. A rapidly receding hairline. Balder dash. A rapidly receding hairline. Uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. A Rastafarian proctologist. <laughs> okay. I'm only going to do a few more of these, and then you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say goodbye, like five minutes early. I really am, because this is, 
This is hopeless. I owe, and I also have to, you know, I'm not here on Monday. Yike. We got to let people know, and I'm sorry. I can't help it. Blame the Jews. It's the Jewish New Year. Yeah, it's the Jewish New Year, and I'll be with family. I'm taking my mom to uh, my brother's in Ann Arbor so we can be together. And uh, Susan's going to drive up from Chicago because, you know, we're so lucky to still have our mom. I know I am. And, and um, we just try every opportunity to, to still be together. Anyway, I never work on Rosh Hashanah anyway, so I wouldn't be here even if I was staying. So uh, I'll, the next time I'm going to see you is Tuesday of next week. And God knows what is going to happen in that four-day period, given what's what we've... Here's one I don't... Um, okay, frisbeetarianism. That's not even a word, is it? Frisbee, frisbeetarianism. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Okay, stay... Okay, I'm going to give it to you. Hang on, listen. Frisbeetarianism. It turns out that's a belief, like a lot of isms. Frisbeetarianism. That is the belief that when you die, your soul flies up onto the roof and gets stuck there. All right, all right. I'll shut up. Maybe do one more, one more, one more, more. Oh, my God. Circumvent. Circumvent. An opening in the front of boxer shorts worn by Jewish men. Circumvent. Circumvent. These are called neologisms. Neologism. Neo, it's making a new neo, making a new word meaning out of a out of a word. But anyway, Melton, as usual, thank you so much for helping me. Uh, you know, do whatever, fill time, um, and um, I'm out of here. And we've got to come up with a plan, because if we're getting into, like, Watergate hearing shit, um, I'm going to not be able to do a show anymore. <laughs> what are we going to do? I can't go up against the greatest show on earth at the time, this historical thing. So we gotta, I'll have to do some thinking. Anyway, uh, thank, thank you. Thanks especially to the two mics who called the Mike in D.C. and the Mike going for his pot. I really appreciate it. I don't know what I would have done without you. And um, I'll see you guys on Tuesday, okay? Have a great weekend. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. and archived at pghcitypaper.com. The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.